Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone Podcast with Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports. And that includes the PowerRatings.com and all kinds of other things. It's time to have some fun. I've got Kenny White here. I've got Randall Knack from Odds Jam. And uh, I'm excited to be doing this show today because Randall and I had a little bit of uh, sparring going on yesterday when we were recording his portion of the radio show. And uh, it's all centers around college football, and it all centers around my opinion on the SEC being better than the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten is overrated, and you guys are probably going to shoot me down here. But, Kenny, I'm going to start off with, do you think the playoff committee got it right this year in college football? Uh, I thought they had it right the week before, but uh, once Ohio State lost now, it's impossible for them to get it right. Uh, no, they didn't just because I, I right now, if Ohio State played Cincinnati on a neutral, Ohio State's going to be the favorite in that football game. So the, the one of the four best teams in the country is not playing in, in the final four, and that's the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, and, and it's a shame, and that's why we need to get to 16 teams because there are a lot of other teams that are deserving. I wonder how Oklahoma State feels right now. They missed the college football playoff by maybe an inch. Notre Dame was right there knocking on the door as well. So there's a lot of good football teams. And Baylor winning the Big 12, maybe they were deserving of a chance at, uh, you know, a national championship. So you're definitely you're definitely against Cincinnati. You're down on them. No, I'm not really down on them. I have a high power rating on them. I have them the number fifth team in the country. Okay. Um, and we'll find out how good they are. I'm I'm a little, you know, after watching Georgia, Alabama, I've kind of I'm retweaking my model. I don't like the way things worked out this year. Um, and and knowing that I had some major line uh, power rating moves, and one of them was Georgia. I went from a 119 and a half to a 137, 17 and a half points. They didn't even come close to playing to a 137 against Alabama. And when I looked back at their schedule, they played nobody all year long except Clemson, and they scored three points on offense in that game. So as their defense is great, their offense is not the third best offense in the country. They're they're far from it. They're maybe 20th best offense. So uh, I dropped I dropped the rating about seven points. You uh you just played right into right into Randall's hands. We had this discussion that, yesterday. So Randall, go ahead and take over with your question and any other comments you might have. Hey, I just wanted to make sure you heard what Kenny said there. George is not. Not played or beaten anybody this year. Did you hear that, Bob? I heard that, and they play in the SEC, and I'd rather play in the SEC against anybody than the Big Ten. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, so not a long-winded question here, so this this will be good for you, Bob. But straight to the point, Kenny, who wins? Uh, who wins the college football playoff this year? I like Michigan. Uh, the value, yeah, is all over Michigan. I love Michigan at eight to one. I, I was shocked that they were a seven-point underdog. Uh, they they have a great defense. They've shown it against really good football teams. They beat Ohio State. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Penn State. Uh, the only team they lost to was a very good Michigan State team. It was a rivalry game on the road. They lost by four uh, in a game they could have won. Uh, I think John Harbaugh's got the the uh, the strength on the offensive and defensive lines, and their pass defense is tremendous so you're not going to put points up on this team and Stetson Bennett Stetson Bennett can't beat this Michigan team there's no way he can the way the only way Georgia wins the game is a scoop and score and a pick six 
and they score on defense. That's the only way they win the win the football game against the Wolverines. So, and then Michigan is going to be up against Alabama, and I think they can give Alabama a, a struggle in that game. So, yeah, I, I love I love Michigan to. Uh, at eight to one to win it all. Wow, boy, Randall, he's he, he he secured what you you were saying. You you gonna double down on that bet now? Yeah, I might uh, I might put two thousand dollar risk free bets on Michigan at eight to one. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Love those risk free bets, though. Those are the best. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all right, Kenny, uh, you played right into Randall's hands there. Uh, he's he's um, we had a very raucous discussion yesterday all right uh we can do we can do another show in a half hour without randall and i'll side with the uh, sec teams for you bob <laughs> well i don't i don't care i you know i'll, I'll take it i don't yeah i think i think you can make a case for any of these teams you know that georgia's still good and they're still the top defense in the country uh but michigan michigan is such a good team i read they're they've impressed me they've, they've impressed me because the strength of schedule they've played and as you said the sec team yeah, the SEC has been the top football conference in, in forever, and they're the, the you know the uh, minor leagues of the NFL. They send so many players every year to the NFL. Exactly. But so does Michigan and Ohio State. Michigan and Ohio State send their fair share of guys to the NFL. So what? they got they got NFL guys on their rosters. Well, I got to tell you, I got to correct you on one thing. It, John Harbaugh is not the coach. It's the lesser of the two, and that's Jimmy. Jim Harbaugh, and he's not. A good football coach. I'm sorry. Never have liked him. Never will. All right. <laughs> are, are you ready? Mike had a question. He he mailed it in today. Uh, Washington football team is coming on strong. Do they have a shot at making the playoffs? I think they could make the playoffs and cause some havoc. Now. Well, it's all up to the strength of schedule. It's who you play and when you play them. And I think Washington has uh, matched up real well with their last four opponents. But we'll find out. I still think they're about an average NFL football team. Their defense has played far better um, over the last four or five weeks now, what we thought they were going to be at the beginning. They're amazing. And they lose Chase Young, their best defensive player. They lose him, and they've gotten better. Right. Uh, sometimes, sometimes that happens. But you know what? We'll see. It's going to be a big test. they got two games against Dallas. All right. Let's uh, move on to hockey. Now, folks, you know, we're going to talk about Kenny White sports and the power ratings. He has power ratings for hockey. And Kenny, I have a particular vested interest in this particular team because they're playing my blues tonight. The Panthers, the Florida Panthers, with their wide open style, and they are wide open. They outshot the blues Saturday by 50 shots. That's not on goal, just total shots. Their style of play, do you think that they can win? Are they Stanley Cup contenders with that style of play? Uh, they've gotten really good goaltending, too, being as wide open as they are. Frederick Anderson has been really good. Yes. Uh, so, I, you know, they're they're the third best team right now in hockey in my power ratings. I think they're an extremely solid team on both sides. So, yeah, I'm going to give them a great shot. If you're third best, yeah, I, I think the top eight teams in the NHL all have a chance to win it. So if you're if you're number three up Florida right now, the Florida team is just playing great hockey. They're they're number one. Toronto's number two. Carolina, I've got three, and I've got Colorado number four. Tampa number five. Okay, Panthers as uh, Stanley Cup contenders. We're going to see tonight. You know they're playing an undermanned Blues team, uh, and they, they gave them all they could handle on Saturday. All right, uh, 
We are brought to you by Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com. And Kenny, tell people what it is that they can get when they go into Kenny White Sports. Uh, great information at Kenny White Sports, written content, video content. Uh, six experts that uh, their their plays are for sale. Become a client of those guys. Uh, ThePowerRatings.com, $19.99 a month. We've got a newsletter. We're also doing a college football bowl preview package, $49. It's basically going to be an informational packet on every game. And then we have a bowl package. The six experts on the site will give you their best pick for the bowl games. Oh. Uh, six six games, six experts, six different games for uh, $99. Awesome. That's great, folks. KennyWhiteSports.com. You got to go there. It's great. You'll love it. It's fantastic. And it's very inexpensive for the amount of information that you're getting. That's fantastic. All right, Kenny. And, you know, Randall, I'm going to include you in on this, too. Is there such a thing, because you guys are more the betting experts than I am, is too much information when gauging whether to make a sports bet? And the reason that I ask this is that when I try to, to, to try to find all kinds of information, especially when I'm trying to make a live college basketball bet, it seems to interfere with my thinking and I lose my opportunity. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, it definitely does. And I, I, the one thing that comes to my mind, a guy named Jeff Garrett, who taught me how to be a bookmaker, used to say all the time, study long, study wrong. And he was just, uh, that was his school of thought. And he wasn't going to put too much thought into these games. He, he watched, he had his opinion, and that was his opinion, and he fed it. And he didn't want to study too long on it, because if he thought he did, he always would lose those games. So, uh, and, and you know what, maybe it's the second guessing. And I would say if you study too long on something, and you're really trying to find something, maybe that's a game you just pass. And that's, that's maybe the best bet you can make sometimes. Because if there's that much information... It may just be that that number is the right number, and you just can't find the right. Well, I'm not sure whether Randall agree with you there or not, but I'm I'm betting that because uh, he likes to get into a lot of information and does a great job with it too. For me, this is a tough time of the year for betting the NBA, uh, and the reason why is man, it's all over the place. Can't figure out that we just went on a bad losing streak last week, you know, and, you know, was under 500 in the NBA for the week. Uh, any thoughts on how to approach this league? It, it seems like everybody's not putting out uh, a, a concerted effort. Yeah, so many of these teams, they play to the level of the competition. Betting the NBA is more about travel uh, and, and when you play them and who you play. And uh, if these teams are tired and they're playing their fourth game at six nights or sixth game in nine nights, those are the spots to you know to uh, bet against teams and play, teams playing back-to-back. You don't see it as much as, as you used to, but still, uh, the NBA is more about travel and motivation than anything else. Right, okay. All right, Purdue, uh, you've got your college basketball ratings, power ratings, which are great. Purdue, number one uh, in the polls. Where you got them, Kenny, and what do you think about this Purdue team? Yeah, they're my number one team. Uh, they're, they're so deep. They're loaded. Uh, Jaden Ivey, 
Uh, he's a, a surefire NBA superstar. This kid's got amazing skills. Uh, he's a great three-point shooter, but he's just such an athletic kid. Can do it all. And uh, then you got the the, the the big guys in the middle. Zach Eady, the 7-4 kid, is just an unmovable force. And Trevion Williams inside and outside. Stevan Stevanovic, the three-point shooter. This, this team is so good. I've watched them several times, and they're so deep. They've got a couple guys that have not played yet this year that will start. They have 10 players on their roster with starting experience. So, wow. yeah, they're deep. They're good. They're, they're athletic. They play defense. Now, I know you had Purdue, or Illinois ranked uh, awful high to start off the year. Can they compete with this team? Yeah, they can. Uh, Illinois definitely can. And Illinois still had some injuries. I think Brad Underwood does a great job coaching. Uh, they have not been at 100% yet this season. Uh, they are. They, they did get back Trent Fraser um, and, and Jacob Grandison, but they still waiting to get Corbello back, their point guard. When he right. comes back, they're going to be they're going to be good. But one guy they found since that 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 uh, since uh, Corbello's been out, Alfonso Plummer has really stepped up and stepped into that point guard spot. So they they have more depth as well now. Okay. All right. Big matchups in the NFL this week, and I, I they all have playoff inf- implications. Pittsburgh at Minnesota. Dallas at Washington, Vegas at KC. I mean, this is it for Vegas, right? Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Let's start off with the Vegas at Kansas City. Is this it? Is this it for the Raiders? This is, is yeah. Well, they're they're in a bad spot after losing last week to Washington because their final five games are against all playoff teams, and three of them are on the road. The two games they have at home, they may, may be an underdog in both those games. So yeah, this is this is it for Vegas. Uh, they got to put it all out on the line. They did win last year in Kansas City. Uh, the Chiefs' offense is still struggling. Uh, the two two deep safeties have really thrown Patrick Mahomes off. So I think I think a desperate team backs to the wall. Uh, the pressure is off on, and you're not at home. I think Vegas can give Kansas City a little bit of a battle here. Yes, I do too. Pittsburgh and Minnesota is a huge game for the Vikings and a huge game for Pittsburgh. I, I don't even know what to think about this game, but I believe in Mike Tomlin. So I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, I do too. And Adam Thielen may be out for Minnesota. Uh, Cook could be out again. And um, I don't know where the uh, Vikings' heads are at right now. They, they losing to Detroit uh, is not a good showing. That's a really a bad, bad spot for them. And Pittsburgh came up with a way. They found a way to win. And this defense is getting better. They're getting healthier. So advantage Pittsburgh. Dallas at Washington. Uh, you know, always a classic matchup throughout the many decades of the NFL. I think Washington's going to give Dallas all they can handle. Yeah, they uh, they well they've they've got confidence now. Uh, that's a big thing, and this is such a big game for them now. You know, five and six, they they are two and a half games out behind Dallas. If they lose, they're three and a half out with four to go. Basically, the season's over. So this is their season. Uh, I love home dogs, and this is a home dog. And I, I think Washington can hang around in this game. I think Dallas eventually wins it, but I think Washington has a chance. But remember, even the Falcons are still alive in the playoff race because we got that extra wild card team this year. Buffalo at Tampa Bay, our final game. Uh, I, you know what? I think the Bills are are pissed off. There you go. I think they're winning this game. That's just my opinion. 
<laughs> they really could. They're still a very good football team. Uh, it just shows Bill Belichick how good of a coach he is. He's he's playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. Uh, he knew how to win that football game, and he came in with a great game plan. And the guy stuck to his guns. And 99 out of 100 coaches would have would have taken chances at the end of the first half, and they probably would have made mistakes in that weather. And that would have cost him the football game. Bill Belichick didn't do that. He knew what he was doing. Let's get into halftime up four. It was the smartest move he could make. He knew a four-point lead in that weather was gigantic. And and he won the game because of it. How many times did Mac Jones throw the football? Three. Three. Unbelievable, Pretty. right? That's it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, and again, he didn't throw it once on the last two drives of the first half where they they had time to move the ball downfield. Bill Jack said no. Yeah. You know what? Here's here's the thing about Bill. Okay? He'll do this. And I've seen it countless times in videos. Countless times. He'll tell the defense or the offensive line, just do your job. That's it. That's That's all he asks for all his players. He asks for every one of his players on the team, just do your job. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And what a great way to coach. All right, folks, that takes care of our show this week, the podcast with Kenny White for Kenny White Sports, the sports nuts and the sports betting zone. We'll see you next week. Have a great week.